This episode of Street Focus is brought to you by our very first sponsor, and that is FreshBooks. Bonjour, and welcome to another episode of Street Focus, an ongoing exploration of urban photography. I'm your host, Valérie Jardin. I just returned from Paris, um, where I taught a weekend workshop last week. So this um, episode 20 is a little bit different from the traditional Q&A that you're, you're used to, because I decided to do a recording on location. So I invited uh, two of my workshop students to uh, have a conversation with me. So we, dis- we discussed street photography techniques that they used over the weekend and a lot of other things. And it was a lot of fun and something I think I will start to incorporate on my workshops. Um, next will be LA and then Rome. So um, a little different spin to the traditional Q&A show, but it will add a little bit more of an international flair as well. So if you want to see the video of this recording, um, you can just go to the show notes and I will link the YouTube video of the conversation. So I sat down with Alistair Arthur and Stefan Vulcan for this recording. And I'm, op- I'm hoping it's the, the first of many more um, on-location conversations. So after you listen to this segment, I will give you my pick of the week and announce the winners of the last street challenge and also give you a new one to work on. So please enjoy my conversation in Paris with Alistair and Stefan. Hi everyone, this is Valerie and I'm in Paris with uh, two of my photo workshop participants. We just finished a busy weekend of shooting the streets of Paris. We started Friday night with a presentation and a welcome dinner. And then we shot all day Saturday, many miles. And uh, Sunday today was a half day of photo shoot and followed by some post processing and a group critique session. So it was awesome. It was a group of eight photographers. And tonight, Stefan from uh, Sweden, currently living in Switzerland, is with me to do this show, as well as Alistair, who is from uh, the UK, but is currently living in Paris. So it was a very international group, a lot of Europeans, a couple of Americans. So it was just a blast. And um, so I thought it'd be really fun to do a show just to get their feedback. How was it to do street photography in Paris? So we'll start with Alistair. Alistair lives in Paris. He's quite familiar with the city now, and he does shoot some streets, but he tried something a little different this time. So Alistair, what was the highlight for you uh, shooting street photography in Paris? Yeah, I think the the highlight for me this weekend has been the the street portrait. So I'd taken some uh, street photography and had portrait shoots as part of my business anyway in in Paris. But I wanted to push myself to um, go up to people and just say, you know, hey, do you mind if I take your portrait and um, see how people react? And it's not, uh, I don't find it an easy thing to do no. because you don't know how people are going to react, how comfortable they're going to be about it. Um, but so I think I went up to 12 or 13 people over the weekend and only only two said, 
no, they they didn't want their photo taken. But you know that was you know that was fine. And I said you know you know no problem. Um, but those that did, it was it was really good. You know we we talked a bit. I got to know some people, and they were happy to have their their picture taken. Um, some were visitors, some were French, um, and yeah. So that, that's been a really good experience. And and you got some really great uh, pictures. I saw one of a man, a close up of a man and his dog. And and during the presentation, I pointed out that um, dog owners are usually the the first subjects you should hit when you start doing street portraits because they're always so proud of their pets. So you kind of approach them by you know complimenting their pets. They love that, and then they warm up to you very quickly. And then you ask to do you start taking pictures of the dog or the whatever, but usually a dog um, unless they're. Walking their cat, uh, and then uh, then you say, "Oh, I'd like to do a portrait of you with your with your dog," and they usually are always okay. And you got a really awesome shot of the gentleman and his little dog, and they're both looking directly at you, and it's so natural. So, as you know, I think in street portraiture, it's part of street photography, and uh, it's a completely different ballpark. It, it's uh, it's very intimidating, but. Um, At the end, it's about you and your subject leaving with a smile on their face. And you feel that was pretty much the experience today? Yeah, definitely. I mean, that, that experience with that guy, he was so proud of his dog and you know immediately said oh would would this work and you know picked his dog up and you know they um he obviously loved his dog so much and was it was really happy to be in the in the picture as well so it, it was a great tip and, and worked really well um yeah and in terms of yeah he you know he was smiling and i think the uh, the people that that i spoke to were they seemed just happy to interact you know and um have a conversation and it, it, yeah um so it was all good yeah i enjoyed each session yeah great and um we also the, the good part is that well we had beautiful weather it was a little cold it was near the freezing point uh but parisians are outside no matter what the weather is um there are heat lamps outside at the cafe so people are having their their drinks their caf their coffee their meals outside so there are so many opportunities in january in paris and we started out the day um the first photo walk on saturday after some rain it stopped just a few minutes before we before we headed out so we had And then the sun came out. And so we had this um, perfect um, uh, light on wet pavement and wet cobblestone. And, and we could really focus on shooting some shadows in some, some great areas. We went to Ile Saint-Louis on the island behind Notre Dame and got some great shots. Was that one of the highlights for you, Stefan? Yeah, I, I th it certainly was. And I think oh, the one of the big highlights for the overall last two days has been just the exhilarating experience of walking out in the morning, not knowing what you're going to find. And you're out there hunting for, for something. So you're constantly alert all the time. So after the day, you're pretty tired because you've been concentrating on being creative at the same time. You need to get your technique right. Mm -hmm. And you would interact with people as and when that is appropriate. So there are so many things you need to do at the same time. Well, well, at the same time, just go with the flow and see what happens. Exactly. So that is really my, you know, why I've been so excited from this weekend. It, it's, you don't know what you're going to find. And, and, and also, I think on the intimidation side, I think a little bit like uh, you need just to go for it. 
and, and see what happened. The worst thing you can get is a no or somebody getting upset and then you say, my apologies, yeah. you know. So if you really go for it, uh, there are some great opportunities to take shots there and, and see Paris in this case uh, probably differently than you would otherwise. That, that's true. I, I feel that, um, and, and January is a, is a quieter time for not as many tourists. So the locals tend to, it, it tends to be more authentic. And that's one of my favorite times of the year. Yes, it's a little chilly. We need to wear gloves because we're out for several hours. And, and as photographers, we don't walk very fast because we constantly scan, you know, yeah. the street around us. So, uh, so, you know, dressing for the weather, but, um, but it's all about embracing all the possibilities and, uh, and constantly looking for stories. And there are stories happening on every street corner, right? Yeah, yes, there is. And I, I would think that, that, as I was saying to one of my friends at the street photography course today, that if somebody would have been looking at us from, the, from above, from a helicopter, it would probably look very funny when we walk down the street. We, that's our plan, right? And all of a sudden, somebody shoots off to the left, somebody shoots off to the right, because you found something, you've seen something. So you're constantly alert, looking for an opportunity to find something to capture that moment. And, and it's, uh, it's been very rewarding, a lot of fun. Yeah, it, it's been fun. And we always, we all learn from each other. I mean, yeah. you guys came, you know, to be on, on my workshop, but I learned from all of you and you all learn from each other yes. as well. And, uh, and seeing the, the, we did a, a group critique and a slideshow presentation this afternoon and, uh, some of you shot the same subject, but entirely yeah. differently. Yeah. So you see it completely differently. Um, a, a lot of people are also intimidated about photographing in Paris. Because they know that the French are very private and and they're afraid of the privacy laws. But I always feel like as long as you're respectful and you don't photograph people in an embarrassing situation, you're okay. People are actually um, uh, pleased and and often. Um, especially when you do street portraits, I find that people are flattered when you want to photograph them. Yeah. Uh, and because they are interesting, we're not photographing them because they, they don't look good. Obviously we photograph them because we find something interesting about them. And there are a lot of interesting people on the streets uh, of Paris for sure. And, and nicely dressed people. We've had some, uh, some great shots of uh, very elegant women with, with uh, hats and uh, high heels. And those make, for a really nice street photograph yeah. would you say yeah absolutely and i think the so i can think of two french women that I, that I spoke to and they they both seemed really happy one was from the south of france and so was obviously visiting paris but we were there was a wall with graffiti on and her and her friend were were looking at it and um yeah and i just asked if i could uh, if I could take a portrait and yeah she seemed really happy and i took a few shots and you know showed her um showed her the shots i can't remember whether i gave her a card you know i, I sometimes do so they can ask me if they want the the um the photograph afterwards um which is fine um but yes i you know i think the vast majority seem really happy i think the um the 
when we were in the market and there were the the vendors, I think that was when. So I asked a couple of those because one of the vendors was really interesting character, mm-hmm. you know, kind of quite a long beard and um, you know an older guy, and um, but he wasn't happy to have his picture taken. And I think another one of the vendors as well, and maybe they're they're I don't know whether maybe they get it a lot with Could tourists be. wanting to take their picture yeah, or their sure. yeah, yeah or they're worried about their you know their goods or people right. photographing what they're selling I don't know but that um, they seem to be more reluctant but most of the people that I just met on the streets were seemed really happy yeah yeah, yeah. Well, I guess there's another point to to the candidness of it. You know, one of the things that you spoke a lot about uh, before we got started about being not intrusive as well. So being very candid, and I think, you know, one is because we want to capture the moment as it happens. We don't want to be a construed event. But at the same time, I was thinking about that afterwards. It's also respectful because you don't want people to show up with a camera in their face. So it's a little bit, you're almost balancing two things. You're being respectful whilst capturing what actually go, goes on. So that was certainly one of the learnings for me is I, I've never shot with my phone, with my uh, camera from my tummy before. Because I always put it to my we, eye. We need to yeah. point out that Stefan is still shooting with a DSLR. <laughs> and proudly so. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, yeah, so he used his camera on live view a few times, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and that helped. Quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, you're just definitely not as conspicuous. <laughs> But um, there is also uh, some strategy involved, you know, how to, when you see a subject, and, and both of us uh, practiced with that today uh, at Palais Royal, we saw this stunning couple. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, just supermodels and they were just not paying attention to us at all and they were walking through this beautiful archway so we had leading lines repeated patterns it was just amazing and we thought okay they look pretty good from the back but it would be nice to get a shot from the front so we got out of the archway ran ahead of them and positioned ourselves uh, you know between the uh, some pillars to get a good shot of them Mm -hmm. coming uh, coming towards us and uh So that takes a little bit of that takes some quick thinking, but that's yeah. so part of the game and so part of the the fun of it, right? Would you say? Yeah, yeah, it is. You're, you're trying, as you said before, you're trying to anticipate the mo- uh, the moment at the same time, just take it in as it is. So back to your equipment, you need to be ready, and I, and I think uh, you, you, when in doubt, shoot on high ISO and just let it rip. And because uh, the uh, if, if it doesn't is perfect, if it's not perfect from a grain standpoint, who cares? I mean, you're capturing the moment. That's the most important thing. So, yeah, we had a lot of those moments where you had to run yep. and anticipate. And and I remember one of those shots today. I was standing and, and waiting for for the these couples to appear. And just when I was about to pull the trigger, somebody showed up from the left and was one of my fellow photographers. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there were a lot of us being in the same place. But eventually, you get the shot. Yeah. But that's part of the fun. So that's right. <laughs> and, and and that's the thing. I mean, you can't shoot street photography in a pack, obviously. So what we do, we, we yeah. walk together from point A to point B, and then we split up for an hour and, and go two by twos or or just individually uh, to, to, to capture different things. And, uh, and it's fun. That's when you see, oh, I did not see this person, although we were in the same general yeah. area and you saw something I didn't see or, mm-hmm. and, or you captured it completely differently. Yes. And, and then you learn so much from each other that way. So, um, so yeah, it was, for me, it was, it was a blast. Uh, once again, just great group of photographers um, and different skill levels. For some, street photography was 
are really a, a completely new experience. Others had done it for many years, but I think we all came out with um, it was a great adventure for sure, and uh, and lots of keepers. And and you know, as I said to the guys before we started, it's like you know, don't expect to come home with a hundred keepers. That's just not um, realistic. You you are in control of. Your, your vision, your gear, but you're not in control of what's going to happen. And, uh, and things may just not happen the way you envision them. Even if you anticipate, you know, things, things may go, uh, people may just decide to, to stop or do something or somebody's going to come through your frame and ruin your shot. And that's part of the game. And, uh, so you're just, uh, happy with just a handful of really great shot for a day and and more as a bonus that's that's really great but um you can't expect to to have you know hundreds of great shots but i was actually super impressed with what i saw today i think uh, you guys captured some really amazing amazing moments and it's okay if it's if it's noisy it's okay if there is some motion blur you know it, it's if the story is there and you captured a special moment that really is what it is all about so uh alistair you're you're living in paris so you're going to be pursuing more street photography because you you wrote a book uh and i'll put the links on the show notes you wrote a book about photography in paris more as a uh what to do if you spend a few days in Paris and where to go, but not so much onto street photography. Do you think street photography will become more of a focus in your work in the future? Yeah, for sure. And the, the book's very much for visitors who maybe don't know the city and the, the, a lot about the, the main sites and then, you know, a few kind of hidden corners that they, they might not know about. But for me, yeah, the um, I said earlier, the thing that one of the great things about street photography is how accessible it is. You know, I, you know, I know... I have the advantage of living in an amazing city and um but you know you can walk out the door and you might not be in the the perfect neighborhood or um place but there, there you know there are still opportunities there are still people around living their lives and there are stories going on and so it's yeah, it's just so accessible um but there's also real skill to it um you know and it's not um you know there's a vision side there are there are certain techniques um seeing seeing great work and seeing what other great street photographers have, have done um and for me it takes a bit of time to get warmed up as well i don't know how you guys find but yeah. when i first go out I, I kind of feel a bit blank and short of ideas and it just yeah. takes a little while of m maybe looking more than taking photos before it starts to flow and i, I start to get some ideas but yeah, yeah. that's true but that, yeah that's true there there are stories you don't have to be in a city like paris to to make some great uh street photography um anywhere where there are people there are opportunities and uh yes we're i mean street photography was born here and maybe There's a reason for it, you know. People are quite interesting, and and uh, and they're they're a pleasure to photograph. But um, but there are interesting people everywhere. So sometime going out with a theme in mind, I think if uh, whether you're in a new place, um, because it's overwhelming, you know, you end up uh, spending a few days in Paris or in Rome or in New York, it's overwhelming. You want to capture it all, and then you end up with 
nothing. So sometime going out with a theme in mind, like photographing people on their dogs or um, people on bicycle, you know, start with that. That will keep you focused and you'll definitely have a, a good series. And then, of course, you will photograph everything else that, you know, um, catches your attention. But um, and that's also a fun thing to do when you're at home and it seems like you've shot it all, you know, going out with a theme will make it a lot of fun. Do you find that sometime, you know, when you're at home, you need to, uh, it's about getting out of the door basically and shooting. So you need a little motivation. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think if, when the creative rut sends in, when you don't know what to do, I, I think certainly for me, I would just maybe go out with a different lens that day or rather than leave my home going to the right, I turn left. You know, just do something different that you haven't done before. Or, or if you're used to shooting at the distance, shoot close. You know, um, so just do something different. And that sometimes triggers sort of my creative process to into gear and, and it gives me a different perspective on what I'm trying to shoot. True. I, I actually found uh, just the other day, I decided just to explore my local neighborhood a bit more and realized that actually more normally I would head for the center of the, the city and the more common areas. And there, there were streets just really close to me that I, that I hadn't looked around and little, little alleyways that were really interesting. So, yeah, yeah. That's true. So overall, it was a good, good experience. Yeah, it's been a fantastic experience, and you know, both technically I learned a lot, and it just came away with some shots I really enjoyed. But also, uh, it was great camaraderie in the group. You never know when you come together with people you never met before, and we all have had a really good time. And thank you very much, Valerie, for making this happen. Well, thank you for coming. And so next time I see you, you'll have a slightly smaller camera, maybe. Uh, why choose? Maybe I had two. That's right. Uh, yeah, we, it was uh, it was good fun. We we did have a few DSLRs in the group, and it doesn't matter, you know. Exactly. Some some got some good shots with their iPhones or whatever, <laughs> and it's really all about vision and and really just trying to not carry too much. Don't worry about changing lens. Just just go out with a lens for the day and live with it, whether it's a prime or you're more comfortable with a zoom. That really doesn't matter. It's about it really is about vision yeah. and and having fun. Yeah. Really. When it comes down to it, it's having fun. It's street yeah. photography. We're not going to sell our work, you know. It's really it's to make us it's for us to be happy and uh, and really it's that's the bottom line. So, um how, your last last few words from you, Alistair? Sure, yeah. No, I had a great weekend. I, th- I see your workshop as it's kind of a push to to try some new things and to experiment a bit and to, to meet some new people and to meet other photographers, which I always enjoy, you know, meeting and chatting and sharing ideas and seeing other people's work. Because like you say, we've all got um, a different vision and a different way of seeing things and we'll... Um, different things will, will catch our eye and it's it's great to see how other people um, capture those images so yeah it's it's been a good push and as I think I'll be taking a lot more street portraits yeah, yeah. and actually we I had one uh, true Parisian on the workshop and uh, so I mean I'm we were on his turf really yeah. and uh, Vincent was just uh, it was great and he he said he saw Paris like for the first time he saw it under completely different eyes and uh, and for me that's 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 the best because uh, he said I paid he wasn't at times yesterday he was actually in his neighborhood and said I never looked at my neighborhood that way mm-hmm. and uh, so we can all do that as street photographer yeah. in 
anywhere in the world is really start looking at your city differently and uh, and seeing the extraordinary in the ordinary life of people and uh, and I think if we all pay more attention to that uh, you know it'll make our 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 photo walks a lot more interesting yeah. great well thank you both for you. Uh, for coming on the show thank you Stefan for providing all the the equipment to record this You're because uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> just not my uh, my forte and uh, there's to a, a great uh, a great weekend in Paris thank you thank you thank you, thank you. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. Thanks again to Stefan and Alistair for sharing their experience and for being my first on-location uh, guest for Street Focus. And if you're interested in joining me on an upcoming photo workshops in Paris, there are a couple spots left in May for the week-long workshop. And I also opened another weekend. This one was so successful and was so much fun that I opened another weekend in October 2015. That's the first weekend in October. So I hope to meet more of the Street Focus listeners and we get to do a show recording together. For more information, just visit my website at www.valeriejardinphotography.com. Come. I would like to take a moment to thank our very first sponsor of the Street Focus podcast, and that's our friends over at FreshBooks. FreshBooks is the simple cloud accounting solution that's helping thousands of small business owners, just like you and me, save time billing and get paid faster. You can easily create invoices online, capture and track expenses on the go, and then you can get real-time business reports with just a few simple clicks. Well, I don't know if you're like me, but I'm a creative and I don't like numbers. And numbers tend to frustrate me. And as a photographer, I like to be in the zone. I don't want to be bothered with tasks that get me frustrated. When I was a commercial uh, photographer, the part that I really hated the most was billing clients and then sending reminders because, you know, they really pay on time. And that just distracted me from what I love doing the most. And that's making photographs. So handing that part over to somebody else is the best thing you can do. Uh, as a creative. So I, I highly recommend that. So you can try FreshBooks for free. You can sign up today at freshbooks.com and give it a try. Now for my pick of the week segment. Well, I usually travel with my Think Tank Retrospective 5 bag because that's the bag I had when I was still shooting DSLR. It's the smallest retrospective, at least the smallest one they had back then. And um, it was perfect just to put a my 5D Mark II and one lens in there. And I find that it's actually too big now that I'm shooting all mirrorless. And um, I dug out an old bag, uh, my Crumpler 4 camera bag. And those, I think, are made in Australia. And uh, I've had this bag for many years. And they actually still make camera bags. They have really cool new uh, styles and colors. And the best part about this bag, and mine was the number four, um, it fits my... 
I could fit both Fujis in there, but um, it seems to fit just one just fine. And then I have a divider where I can put my phone, all my, you know, even a small umbrella. And the best part about that bag is that it not only Velcros, but it also has a buckle. It does not look like a camera bag. And it is even more comfortable, in my opinion, than the Think Tank because the strap is a seatbelt. And obviously, they made seatbelts the way they are for a reason, and it's for comfort. And uh, that bag, when I'm carrying it around, whether my camera is in it or I have it in my hand, which is most of the time, um, it just, it's very comfortable. It just doesn't cut like some of the bags do. So what I do now, I take my Retrospective 5 from Think Tank to travel. Um, that's where I put both my cameras, my passport, all my all my stuff for the trip overseas. And then once I'm on location that I never carry two cameras with me, then I only take the crumpler uh, with me during the day. And uh, usually I have my camera in my hand from the minute I leave my apartment to the, to the time I get back. But um, I always carry other stuff like a snack and an umbrella and whatever. And it's just perfect. And it is so comfortable. So I will put the link on the show notes. And they're not that expensive as far as camera bags are concerned. Uh, this particular model, which is different, they don't even make this exact one I have because it's a few years old, but it's around $65 on Amazon, which is actually quite reasonable because you know how much money we spend on those camera bags. And um, I have a few of them. So now for the winners of the last street challenge. If you remember, my guest was Thomas Lotard and the challenge was about eye contact. So after the contest closed um, last week, I asked Stefan and Alistair to each pick a winner since they were the guest on my show on location in Paris. So uh, Stefan's favorite eye contact image was entered by Nicholas Winspear. And Alistair's winning image was by Alec Hosterman. Both photographers will receive a book compliments of our friends at Rocky Nook. So please visit the site, visit episode uh, 20 and check out the winning images as well as some comments that they may have had about those images and the reason why they were picked by my guests. And to be honest with you, first I thought I would pick uh, just one winner this week because I did not have an actual guest on the show as I was recording. But I, uh, I, those were in the top three for me. So, uh, when I asked, um, Stefan and Alistair to pick winners, I was not surprised that those two came on top. So, uh, congratulations to, um, Alec and Nicholas. And the next three challenge, I think, will make sense this week after the conversation you just listened to. It's about street portraits. Um, so for some people, it's much easier to shoot street portraits because you have an interaction. Doesn't mean you have a full conversation, but at least you have a nod and you make a portrait. So there is a connection between you and your subject. For others, it's much more intimidating than shooting candid street photography. Um, a lot of people even think that street portraits are not part of street photography, and I don't see why not, but um, it doesn't matter. I don't know anyone who is the ultimate authority on what is considered 
street photography and isn't. So um, I don't do a whole lot of them anymore. I used to. Actually, I did for a while uh, do a project on beautiful smiles of strangers. And uh, for a whole year, I photographed beautiful smiles and uh, did a series on my blog. And that was a lot of fun. I met a lot of people made new friends that way that I'm still in contact with all over the world. Um, so street portraits are part of street photography. Many photographers never do street portraits. I like to do a little bit of both. Um, mostly I shoot candid street photography, but occasionally I will have an interaction with my subject and do a portrait. So uh, both Stefan and Alistair actually provided some of the street portraits that they shot over the weekend in Paris to inspire you. So check them out on the post and then submit your entries in the comments section for uh, of the show notes for episode 20. And the contest closes on February 19th. So if it's something you've never done, hey, there is your opportunity to go out there and make your first street portrait. And if it's something you've done quite a bit, hey, just enter your best uh, your best shot uh, taken over the past few few weeks or so and i look forward to uh, to seeing them and i will pick a winner um on the next q and a episode which will be at the end of february and we are at the end of another episode of Street Focus. I would like to thank our very first sponsor for this episode, and that is FreshBooks.com. Thank you for listening to this special segment. I hope you enjoyed it. And feel free to send me some feedback. I always appreciate that. Also, don't forget to leave a rating on iTunes. Please head over to thisweekinphoto.com slash street to subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode and also to upload your image for the new street challenge, Street Portraits. The entries close on February 19th. And sign up for exclusive TWIP membership benefits and discounts by heading over to thisweekinphoto.com slash join. My name is Valérie Jardin and you've been listening to Street Focus. Now it's time to grab that camera and hit the streets.